0: The IELTS podcast. Learn from tutors and ex examiners who are masters of IELTS preparation. Your host, Ben Worthington. The benefits of IELTS. Hello there, IELTS students. In this tutorial, Daphne and myself will be going through the benefits of IELTS. You're probably familiar with them. Um, already if you are taking the IELTS and I guess if you're struggling with this exam and you've maybe failed it a few times this you'll probably need this as a reminder maybe (laughs) there are some (laughs) benefits and also later in the tutorial um, I will share some unexpected benefits that you probably might be unaware that you are going to get from going through this whole process so how are you doing today Daphne?
1: Oh hi Ben, I'm fine. Hi everybody. been working really hard, doing a lot of corrections at the moment actually. Uh, ah, things that's are, great. Yeah, things are really busy. There's a lot of people getting involved in the speaking correction practice service we're doing at the moment. So we're kind of doing writing and doing some really focused speaking, so it's fun.
0: Yeah, and how did you get into doing the corrections? Um, were you doing corrections before you started working with us?
1: Yeah, I've, I mean, I've always taught IELTS. I mean, originally I just did general English, but then I specialised in IELTS. When I did my diploma, my uh, dissertation uh, was all about an IELTS, well, designed an IELTS course. So that really got me working. It was particularly to do with writing. I just became incredibly aware of how difficult it is to get this writing section Uh, to the standard it needs to be and I think writing is where most people struggle Um, so I just kind of got more and more interested in it wanted to really learn about it myself uh, in order to just help people because I know it's so hard
0: (laughs) yeah it's so frustrating I remember when I was starting out teaching this I was in Spain and my students were coming to to me and I was, like yourself, a, like a general English tutor at the time, uh, but I'd been given, I'd been basically thrown into the, started teaching IELTS, um, and I was getting all these questions, so I was asking other tutors, and this is basically... Well, yeah, this is basically what led me to IELTS podcast because I was asking other tutors and getting different advice, and I was like, actually, there's probably other teachers in my situation. So, and I'm go- I want to talk to other teachers mm. who have gone through this and who have learned and who are teaching IELTS so that's how I started IELTS podcast because I was started recording these interviews with experts, with speaking experts, linguistic experts, academic writing experts ex IELTS examiners and collecting all this advice publishing it as a podcast and then from that I started choosing and testing which advice worked and after writing hundreds of task 2 essays I finally got a system together, and that's how basically uh, I made the course. I mean, first it was a PDF, and then, yeah. Then it got into yeah, an online course. I
1: really like, yeah, I I really really like your idea. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Sorry, nice. but I love your idea about learning from you know starting by interviewing your teachers, um, interviewing your colleagues. Mm. I thought it's really interesting just to work out to learn from people what. Works and what uh, doesn't work.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them though, they were just winging it, and I could tell. There was this one guy called—I shouldn't say his name. I'll say a different name. Uh, Don't. James. Don't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> but he was ex—he he was ex-military, and I thought, wow, I was really looking up to him, and i was like, and this is going to be, you know, direct he's going to be like efficient. he's going to be this really cool teacher. And his philosophy was okay, I'll give him an IELTS writing test two question and I'm going to give him, I'm going to set it for a 25 minute limit. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, if they can do it with 25 minutes, then in the exam, when it's 40 minutes, it's going to be easy. And I was like, no, no, no that's not really how it works you know so Mm -mm. there were quite a few hiccups along the way but eventually he started like finding out filtering who was a good tutor who were the best tutors and then inviting those ones onto the ielts podcast to get their advice and share it
1: mm, brilliant brilliant such a good thing to do and and you know now as you say with the course and the the um, essay feedback service you know the, the feedback is what's what's helping people isn't it
0: oh absolutely yeah absolutely i mean there's the course where you learn the exam skills and then the feedback services where a lot of improvement happens with your language skills and a lot of students. Until they've got these two separated, it can be terribly frustrating and often sometimes even depressing because they just don't know why they keep failing. So what we Mm. try to do in the course is separate it out with the exam skills and the language skills. The exam skills, we usually try and put those in the tutorials and then the language skills, even though those are in the tutorials, that's what we consider mainly the teacher's job. And picking out the grammar uh, mistakes, the vocabulary mistakes, and also advising on the exam skills that have been learned in the course. But by combining them both, that's how we can get the fastest improvement and the biggest results for students.
1: Exactly. Absolutely right. And and it's personalised then, isn't it? So I think that's a really strong point to make. It's not just a, here's your essay, well done. It's really personalised to the kind of errors that each student makes or sometimes you're not even aware you're making
0: Absolutely, yeah, and it, I think this way is so much more effective than being sat in a room with like I don't know ten other students, if you're lucky, and the teachers there talking about I don't know paragraph structure. But they don't have time to sort of like just solely focus on your work. Or if they do, you're not there at the time. Whereas our corrections, we really are sort of like giving, talking you through your work. And by the way, just as a side note. If you message us, if you email us, we can give you a special offer on the essay correction. But that's only available for students who are actually email in, because those are the ones who are usually in the most pain. Uh, otherwise, if you're not struggling that much, then you can go to the website and just see uh, the essay correction service we offer and the online courses. But if you are struggling and having a tough time, then email us, and we can sort something out for you. That's nice. Good. All right. So, what are the benefits? of... Oh, What are the benefits of IELTS? This is the main tutorial today. But first, we're going to look at what is the main purpose of IELTS?
1: So, IELTS, I mean, does anyone even know what IELTS stands for? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) It is the International English Language Testing System, and it is the world's leading test to assess language skills, um, providing reliable evidence of such skills. for three main things studying at a higher education institution so like a university or for a post grad or for a master's even uh where english is then normal the first language of communication uh, to obtain a visa to study or work in an english-speaking country or to obtain a visa to take up residency in a different country so it could be canada it could be australia the uk
0: mm-hmm. and if you listen to our success stories um, you're going to find stories of students who've taken these different routes. For example, Laura from Colombia. she got a 7.5. And she also, while she was in the UK, she also picked up the lovely uh, London accent. Yes, I remember <laughs> your, your
1: interview with her was so funny. She was a real character.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she, she really, I mean, she wasn't talking cockney, but she was talk is like South, South England it was, I thought it was really refined um, Yeah, and she got her 7.5 so now she's going to start work in the UK and as we were saying in other tutorials it took her 8 attempts that's a lot of investment that's a lot of cash especially living in London as well yeah. but um, and also Vnod, he was in Canada a few months ago. Uh, he's still there, but a few months ago, he got an amazing 8.5 in the reading. And in that tutorial, he shares exactly how he did it and his struggles and how he solved his issues with Task Two. So, um, basically, the purpose of IELTS, as Daphne was saying, is you know higher education to or to work in an English speaking country or to take up residence in those Mm -hmm. countries. Um, So yeah, with the IELTS, as you probably know, we've got academic and we've got general training and we've got the recent life skills one. The life skills uh, test is basically at A2B1 levels and these are part of the UK secure English language test scheme.
1: Yeah, Um, it's a little bit different, that, isn't it? It's more like for families and things. That wouldn't help you on university or anything, would it, Ben?
0: No, 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 not at all. And it's interesting that it it says it's for roundabout A2B1 level, which is lower intermediate, which is basically, this is one reason why uh, why the IELTS was invented, was to do away with these ambiguous terms of upper advanced, lower intermediate, and all of this, because each... Person has a different interpretation of this. Whereas if you've got the test, it's crystal clear. You're at a six, a seven, a eight, or a nine. And yeah. I just wanted to mention that A two and B one refer to the CEFR, which is basically the Common European Framework. Yeah, for, absolutely. Well done. Yep. <laughs> I had to think about that <laughs> for languages. And uh, this is a long story, but I'll cut it very, very briefly. But the this framework has developed in part with Cambridge um, Cambridge University Cambridge Language Division and they're the ones who also have their own dictionaries uh, they're one of the oldest publishers in the world uh, of the English d- dictionary hmm. in fact it might even yeah. be the first it's, if it's not the first it's definitely the second or the third and yeah. anyway with the modern dictionaries and you can see this online next to vocabulary they put this is A2 level or next to grammar terms or Key, key phrases key keywords sorry they put this is a2 level b1 level b2 level c1 level c2 level and yeah. c2 equates to band nine roughly it's so, efficiency i mean beyond yeah exactly so in the uh, c2 template which we've got in the ielts uh, in our ielts writing course sentence guide course There's a template there that we have that helps students construct their essay and it's all full of C2 phrases. So using those phrases accurately, I must put that accurately, using these phrases accurately is going to put you on the way to a high scoring essay
1: absolutely i, I can't uh, you know i completely ben's completely right it's really important this this whole uh, getting the right grade is very it's a very fine balance and it's extremely difficult to get your band seven and above so the more work you do the more understanding you have of the language and which words are uh, really important and will score you points uh, the better
0: exactly exactly this is why we strongly recommend the students to the students to have a look at the official criteria, you need to know what you're up against and what s- specific um, areas you might need to improve or what. Basically, mm. you need to know what the examiner is looking for. So do this for for all parts, especially the writing yes. and the speaking, especially yes. those parts. Um, so yeah, moving on. The life skills is you is on a pass or fail basis. Um, so there's no no grading score there, whereas as we know academic and jeet G- and general is basically from zero to nine. I've never heard of a student getting zero though. <laughs>
1: Uh, that made me laugh actually when you said that because, I mean zero don't take IELTS Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like writing your name and then going away
0: exactly, you know? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: uh, equally equally actually just as, as an aside you know I've had many B1 I mean as we all know B1 intermediate is the biggest level everyone thinks they're intermediate um, mm. but uh, it covers a huge range of abilities um, but I've had a lot of students before who've tried to attempt IELTS at B1 intermediate level and it is just not worth it I mean you may get a 4.5 um, but no one's really 4.5 is not really enough proof of anything um, mm-hmm. to make your IELTS exam useful it's not going to be a benefit at that level to try this exam
0: absolutely yeah save your money invest it in your own exactly. education and then yeah do some mock tests get some feedback and then Prepare your general you, English, yeah. Exactly, and then once you're mm. up around a six, maybe, um, from the feedback, then I don't either take the test or just figure out exactly, pinpoint what needs to be worked on in order to get the seven. So that's why getting exactly. feedback yeah. will speed up this whole process. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, so moving on, it's important to mention that the countries that do accept ielts and this is increasing as canada australia new zealand and in the last five years america they've really made a push into the u.s market so the u.s a lot of universities there are now accepting ielts but each uh, immigration authority and each university will all have their own um criteria so yeah always check yeah mm. you need to go to ielts.org and then On that site, the official site, you're going to find out who accepts what band score. Definitely, definitely research that or get your immigration agent onto it. Uh, Hopefully they are doing. And and as we said in previous tutorials, now with COVID, it's all moving. So even though you might have started your preparation last year and you think you need this grade, the goalposts may have moved because of basically the world's upside down with covid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what does um what's let's get into the to like the rapid fire round of what the benefits of IELTS. So could you start us off there Daphne?
1: Okay. So you've decided to do your exam, you're going to go for it, you're super motivated. This is why you are motivated. Why you want ielts is internationally recognized by thousands of institutions worldwide it is the biggest um, mm-hmm. this includes not only educational institutions but companies professional bodies government agencies that is not the same as your average exam
0: absolutely yeah absolutely and i think the reason why it's accepted why it's so widespread is because it's a very authentic and rigorous and tried and tested procedure yeah, absolutely uh-huh. Okay, so general training IELTS will allow you, um, for, sorry, will prove that you've got the language requirements for immigration purposes, and obviously this will help you find employment. And it's also worth mentioning that your score is worth is valid for two years, and it's. In, I'll just mention as well that with the recent covid um pandemic that as i just said basically that the goalposts are changing so some authorities i know are extending the validity of that two years so if they even though ilse.access is valid for two years some authorities and some institutions will take will accept your grade if you did it two and a half years ago for example
1: that's so good. I mean, that just does show a bit of flexibility in the system, which is what you want. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, as, as we always say before, Ben, as well, don't we? You know, plan this whole thing. You know, it may take you a bit of time to get your exam. You, you don't want to be doing it in the last minute with a deadline zooming, a uh, uh, deadline looming. I mean, not zooming. Sorry, <laughs> deadline looming. Um, you, you, you want to kind of plan your whole IELTS campaign
0: almost, don't you? Exactly, yeah, exactly. This is why, actually, it's a good point you mentioned that. But in the new... We've recently updated the online course, and Mm. now we've included a schedule planner because we found that the students who were successful were the ones who were usually planning a lot, so we decided to help our students plan. So we've put a schedule in there where you can basically download the excel doc and so on monday you're going to do task two reading exercise uh, sorry task two writing exercises and on a friday afternoon you're going to review your essay and so on and so forth. so we're just making it that little bit easier for you and good planning
1: um yeah. i think it's so helpful because you the, the successful candidates we've all spoken to ben they've had uh, they really have had a, a strategy on how to do this um i'm going to do this on this day this on this day um and really try to stick to it and obviously you can't sometimes because life gets in the way work Mm -hmm. gets in the way but at least if you timetable it you have technically got space in your week, and uh, this is how to succeed.
0: Exactly, exactly. Plan your work and work your plan, as we say in the UK. Nice one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I got that from a friend who was working in a supermarket. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, another good thing with the IELTS is that it gives you sort of like an irrefutable, objective, uh, as we were saying before. It gives you this irrefutable objective based grading system so you know when employers are no longer guessing what your interpretation is of advanced (laughs) level they know Okay, band 6 band 7 band 8 band 9 and this in turn will open the doors because now there's no doubt that you've got the English skills that you say you have and I think this is one reason why IELTS has been so successfully globally because they got the um, employers can check the candidates ielts scores online and they can be certain they've got this uh certainty that the student is authentically a band seven or a band nine without having to rely on certificates they can check the database
1: exactly and for us i mean you know you all know you have to build a wide range of skills and not only in your writing but in your listening techniques your reading techniques uh, your speaking competency all these amazing skills you're learning. Um, the examiner, you know, by proving, okay, I've got band seven. The, uh, the, sorry, not the examiner, the potential employer is going to know, okay, this, this guy is great at writing, you know, as well. It's not just uh, you can speak nicely. It's the fact that you can also write as well. So it's, there's a whole um, assessment of all your skills wrapped up in one, one number, I suppose,
0: isn't it? Exactly, yeah, exactly. And if you... Are getting if you are going through the our writing course, we've got modules where we talk, which even academic, uh, even native English speakers would benefit from doing our course because mm. we we talk about academic writing, we talk about writing clearer, we're putting the most important part of the sentence at the beginning, all of these um, sort of like uh, writing elements we include in our course and um, you can take these with you beyond IELTS. You know, so if you're writing a company email, you can use the same principles of like organizing your your communication. And likewise if you're making small talk in the I don't know, at work, these small little trips I don't like saying it, but these small little tricks and tips that we teach in the IELTS speaking confidence course, they spill over into everyday spoken English absolutely, as well.
1: Absolutely, I absolutely. Mean, you can um, get an edge e- even on your English-speaking colleagues um, in speaking and writing like this because a lot of English speakers have may have done it at school a long time ago but completely forgotten how to write in this formal style. So mm. um, you'll very fresh on that, which is
0: great. Exactly. When I review um, employment applications by um, for, from teachers or from workers who want to work in operations in, in our in IELTS podcast, I can immediately see who knows how to write and who doesn't. You know, I can see if the if the paragraph is crisp, if it's direct, if it's straightforward and it's clear, and like, okay, this person knows how to write. But if it's just a mumbled, horrible. Block of long sentences, then uh, yeah, they're not even. It's off putting, isn't it? Exactly. That's the Mm. right word. Exactly. Mm. Okay, so moving on to the next section. What's a good score, Daphne? Oh.
1: Well, okay, a good score, I mean, I'm not even going to go on a Band 9, Ben. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have never had a student who has got a Band 9. I think our colleague Ellen, I think she might have had a couple, but a Band 9 is super rare. Mm -hmm. A Band 8 is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Mm. 8.5, fantastic. You are seriously, seriously good um, at all these skills we were talking about in English. Um, So. Obviously band seven is the kind of gold score that everybody's after, Mm -hmm. Um, and a gold, sorry, for a university, you would need probably a seven for a very highly regarded university. Most often I think actually a six or a 6.5 is okay because sometimes it's a foundation course, so you'll be studying some English anyway when you get there. Mm -hmm. So then it is more just of a general indicator. Uh, What Mm -hmm. do you think? well
0: I, I remember um quite a quite a while ago i was teaching a doctor um who's an indian doctor uh living in london had been living there for quite a while and he started the course and he was unfamiliar with academic writing um but he quickly picked it up and, incredibly intelligent guy Mm. and i loved reading his work because there's a little flair to it but it needed to be sort of like toned down a bit and made a bit more academic (laughs) but by halfway through the course I couldn't teach him anything else because i was just reading i was like this is perfect this is absolutely perfect i really don't know what to say i can't really (laughs) feel
1: like a fraud (laughs) yeah i'm just
0: like wow this is amazing you did this well you did this well i can't really give you any more advice you're doing fantastic and i was i really didn't feel like what am i delivering here but afterwards (laughs) i kind of realized there was probably reassurance but that student he went and went on to get a band 9
1: Oh, you know? fantastic! Oh, yeah. I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased that it actually exists. <laughs> 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 it's not mythical. Um, yeah. but, uh, that's that's fantastic. I love that
0: story. Great. Uh huh. And there's this. Well, actually, he got banned 8.5. I think it was V not uh, just a, f- a few months ago. He oh got banned yeah. 8.5 in the reading, if I remember correctly. Yes. 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 But if mm. you listen to that episode, he's got a really um, thorough system for for he, he attacked it in a very thorough systematic way and that's how he managed to improve his grade to get an 8.5
1: yeah fantastic yeah, yeah. Um, i think having a system as you say really really helps um and that um determination and also as you say you know a lot of the medical students who are you know, incredibly intelligent, uh, can just adapt their style so much more easily than than some people. That's a huge advantage if you can do that, isn't it?
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think as well, I'll just mention that even native English speakers struggle with this exam. So if you're finding it difficult, then, you know, even somebody who's been using English all their life, even they struggle. So just put it in perspective.
1: Yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah um i'm i'm not real quick aside I'm with with um one of my colleagues the other day we were saying okay come on we'll write this essay and then you know the students you can you can feedback and correct on our essay and it took me a lot longer than 40 minutes to get something that i was happy with it uh, it was a good good test
0: yeah it's challenging i mean when i started yeah. out i was struggling this is why i was writing hundreds and well, i was writing yeah i was writing close to 100 essays because I just wanted to to get it down into a system that I could reliably use and follow and that other students could follow this system and basically follow these steps and you'll produce a solid academic essay but you're right in 40 minutes it is horrendous especially if Mm. you've never done it before it really is frightening yeah all right, so... <laughs> I agree, yeah. Uh, IELTS indicator. We'll just mention a few more points and then we're finishing. we got the IELTS indicator test. This came out around March 2020 because of COVID. Um, if you want to hear a student's perspective on that, we did a uh, an interview with Maria. She did exceptionally well in this exam. I think she ended up uh, jumping to band seven. Um, yeah. She was a real inspiration. And she goes into it more detail from a student's perspective which i think is definitely uh useful
1: absolutely she was brilliant wasn't she she'd researched it she knew exactly what she was going to do she knew she knew it's an exam which you can take at home but so she was ready she was at home she had her internet connection she she the speaking is on zoom so a couple of days later But uh, she was really sorted, and it it paid off. So now she's off to study, isn't she?
0: Exactly, exactly. And, uh, yeah, as as Daphne said, just make sure... You know, do your research. Check that your institution will accept it, and even if they don't put it on there, you can at least suggest it. Because, as we said in previous tutorials, it's a crazy place now, and everything's changing. Sometimes, uh, some institutions are desperate for international students. Migration authorities have targets to meet, and they probably couldn't meet them because of the borders being closed. So, everything is. Up for grabs, so to speak. (laughs) It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. You've got nothing to lose by trying. Be proactive. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. So can, devil's advocate here, but can that IELTS test be
1: retaken? Oh, I really hope you don't have to retake (laughs) it, anybody. Um, But people do retake in terms of trying to get what they want. A lot Mm. of people, as Ben said before, are coming to us. They've already taken it. Uh, a number of times, and they're going, "I really, really need something different here. I really, really need some help. Um, yes, you can retake it sadly as many times as you want, but it gets jolly expensive exactly. um, And uh, yeah, sometimes people the other thing I think is really hard is that it's not like you can bank a score. so you might get seven in writing one time, but and you might get less than you need in speaking. Mm. You can't keep that seven and then retake the rest. You have to retake the whole test. So we've had students before, haven't we, Ben, who've got a seven in writing, then a 6.5 in writing, Mm. and then even a six, then going back up to a seven. Um, you know the, the variation is really. I think makes it extra hard, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. And what you were saying before, it gets not only financially expensive, but emotionally expensive. Um, oh yeah. It's a roller coaster because you, and it's a frustrating roller coaster. That's not like thrilling and it's no adrenaline it's just stress depression and frustration and Mm. especially frustration because you know you've got this goal to get to Canada PR or you want to get to this university you need to get to this university and it's incredibly frustrating because you've got IELTS this one obstacle and I think the important thing is just to not let yourself get get down or be brought down remember that it's just this one test and I think if you invest in yourself, you can save yourself a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of emotional stress, and you'll definitely improve your mental health. The less tests you have to take, um, obviously the health – and it's not just your mental health, but it's like all the time – uh, you know, you have to have time off work. You've got to go and commute to the test center. You've got to sit down and you've got to organize your preparation for the next mm. three weeks and then do it all again if you don't get your grades right. So this is why I strongly recommend inv- investing in yourself. Yes. Um, in Seek professional help. I mean, as I said before, if you email us, we can tell you about the special um, essay corrections we do for students who... Are in pain who are really struggling with this, Um, and it's just worth investing in yourself and taking your time, taking the time to prepare and passing it first time. And as Daphne said, a lot of students will try a language center, they'll try a different online course, and then eventually rather frustrating for me they end up with us and then they pass first time with us but <laughs> after they've exhausted all the other options which is for me terribly frustrating I was trying to solve this but i go into this in much more detail in a tutorial called ielts casino where i talk with wean and i think she did about five exams maybe more but mm-hmm. we talk about how she was just taking test after test after test in each test losing more money and losing more confidence but so
1: depressing yeah but she
0: had in the back of her mind she was like okay just one more test and maybe i'll get it right this time and as i said before i was in exactly the same position with my driving test i failed and i for some reason i was just like okay let's get right back into it and i'll do the test and maybe i'll get it right this time and i must have taken Oof, I don't want to mention that I took a lot of driving oh, tests.
1: Ben, no, no, don't get me started on that. No, 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 <laughs> one of one of my children did a driving test five times. Oh, wow. Um, but <laughs> the problem was, I mean, it's very relatable, not uh, practicing in between. So just booking another test immediately.
0: Exactly. It's like,
1: it's like failing an exam and booking, booking another one. You've got to prepare, you've got to work out what went wrong, work on that, get your confidence back up, then go again. Um, and exactly. that is a much, much better route to take.
0: Exactly, yeah. But five times is nothing for what I took it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I can relate so much to this IELTS casino phenomenon. This is why it breaks my heart when I see students say, oh, I've taken the test 10 times, I've taken the test no. 10 times. It's like, no, don't make the same mistake I did. The best way is to pause, invest in yourself, give yourself time, give yourself space, and yeah. and then fully focus on this for a good month or so and then consider taking the test again. So, moving on. IELTS validity. Um, It's valid for two years. Mm -hmm. Um, But as we were saying, with the world upside down at the moment due to corona, um, this is sort of like different authorities, different institutions are taking a slightly more Um, sort of like flexible approach and I read online that for for example in the case of the Australian skills migration applications since 2018 the validity or they'll accept an IELTS certificate which is up to three years old so that would
1: make a huge difference to so many people wouldn't it
0: oh absolutely absolutely I mean it's not Mm. just the time of going to the test center and sitting down and doing the exam it's, there's, a big, there's a lot riding on it so you can't say I'm just going to book a test and go for it no you've got to put in all the preparation that you did the, the last time you've got to go through the whole process it's not just test day it's the whole preparation process so this is why moving fast is essential
1: yeah, give yourself time. But if, if, as Ben says, there's a little window of opportunity and some of these immigration centres are being a bit more flexible, then definitely research that and definitely make the most of it if you possibly can.
0: Exactly, yeah. Get on to your immigration Im- uh, agents. Or yes. as, as not told us, he was doing it all himself and he was just on the ball and he realised that there's a window of opportunity. He realised yeah, yeah, that yeah, the, yeah. the borders were shut and there's no new immigrants coming in. The authorities have got to hit their targets. So he was moving really fast. And, yeah, as I said, go back into IELTS Podcast. or go to search uh, Google and put IELTS Podcast VNOD. Uh, Canadian immigration and you'll find his full story and I think it's really inspirational and uh, if you're in a similar situation have a look through those past episodes of successful students really inspiring stuff
1: this is motivating isn't it it's really lovely I always you know if someone tells me yeah I passed you well, hopefully Ben will give you a call and they get a bit nervous about talking to you Ben I think but then yeah. I mean, everyone wants to share their tips and their success story and the relief of finally passing this exam you can just hear it in in their voice it's lovely Uh,
0: absolutely absolutely the relief the key word there because some interviews um like especially the first ones is the first thing they want to say is like i got part seven and (laughs) i got two minutes so now i have to brief the students to say okay wait yeah. until i ask you until you share your results because um yeah that way it's it's just more interesting because You're
1: much more exactly
0: yeah there's a yeah. story there yeah okay so that's the end of this tutorial as i said if you are struggling reach out to us go to our website and send us an email you can do it gmail.com or ben at ieltspodcast.com Send us an email, tell us your situation, and we can see if we can help you. Also, remember to sign up at IELTSpodcast.com. Sign up to the email, our email list, and we'll send you a big PDF of IELTS materials and special offers. And most importantly, just remember to keep moving forward. Um, you're only going to, it's only a fail if you, stop, if you stop trying. So just keep moving forward and make the use, make the best of the current situation with this whole covid pandemic um, absolutely yeah. We,
1: you know we're, we're here we're motivated we're really really our, our, our whole thing is about helping you succeed so please um, take advantage of that
0: absolutely okay good luck and all the best
1: thanks everyone bye ilpodcast.com.